This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Greetings family in the name of Jesus. It's a pleasure to be connected with you today as we are going to be sharing the word of our God. Let me take this time to welcome all of you who have connected with us on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. It's uh, going to be a great uh, interaction between us. It's going to be great fellowship together as we hear what God has for us. And let me also take this time to acknowledge my parents, Apostle David and Apostle Louisa Muluzzi, uh, for taking, for giving us an opportunity to be able to share with you brothers and sisters out there about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This morning, before we begin to share the word, I would love us to take a moment of prayer as we connect together with God in sharing his word. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration as I'm about to share your word. My Father, I thank you that you speak through my lips of clay, the oracles of heaven unto your people. I declare, Father, that your word will not just be information to your children, but they will be doers of the word so that they can experience victory that you have ordained for us through your word. In the name of Jesus, I promise to give you glory and honor for everything that you will do, even as I preach your word today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are going to be getting our scripture reading today from a passage that was written by Paul teaching the church how to do spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. Uh, the title of our message is Our Armor is Effective. Hallelujah. We are going to be reading from Ephesians. We'll start from verse 10 and we will skip some verses because of time as we learn how to do warfare. In verse 10, as we read from the Passion Translation, it says, Now, my beloved, my beloved ones, I have saved this most important truth for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Verse 11 says, put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. So we deduce from what we are reading here that as believers we are in war because Paul is encouraging us to fight. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you are protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Verse 14, put on the belt of truth to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Putting on holiness as the protective armor that covers you. Before we proceed any further, I want us to notice 
something from the verses that we have read here. Paul introduces us to a battlefield that as human beings, as Christians who are aligning with God, that in this battlefield there is war. Now he introduces us to an enemy and there are things that we need to know about our enemy. Our enemy is an accuser. What is an accuser? An accuser is someone who tells lies about you. An accuser plays the blame game. He comes to you and he tells you, you have failed because you did one, two, three. Your church has failed you because they did one, two, three. He blames and accuses people around you, situations around you, so that you move your eyes from focusing on your fight and you focus on other people and other things. He is also a strategizer. The Bible says what he uses to fight us, he uses strategies. What are strategies? These are plans that he uses, uh, plans that he devises to fight us. The strategies he uses against us when he attacks. You know, the enemy studies us. He doesn't just come to fight you. He studies you. He studies your, where you are vulnerable, your weaknesses, your strength, your relationships. He studies everything that concerns you. And after he has studied, he sits down and he sends his demonic forces with a strategy that is aimed at destroying you, at killing you, and destroying the purpose of God about your life. Now, this enemy is also a rebel because the Bible says he is in rebellion against God. He is in rebellion against everything that stands for God. He is also powerful. Why is that he say he is powerful? Because he is able to keep the world we live in in bondage. He's a slanderer. He's a defamer. He defames you. He, he doesn't just blame the people around you. He tells you things about them that are not true in accordance with the word of God. So, then Paul charges us that as we are in this warfare, we have to be strong. Hallelujah. When you read uh, the passage we have read in, in the message translations, you deduce the following. You know, in verse 10 it says, God is strong, be strong. So Paul is charging us as a church that we must be strong, we must be steadfast, we must be immovable in our trust in the Lord, in our faith. We have to be strong. He also says, take up the armor. Take up the weapons and put them to use. It is, no, it is of no good when a believer knows what to do. When a believer has been uh, given an armor, when a believer is armed, having weapons, but sits down and expects God to do battle. The Lord has armed us for battle. Now he also stand, says, stand when you read in the message translation, he, he, Paul is saying to us, this is not a, 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 an athletic game. We are not in a field where we are contesting against each other. But this is a lifelong war. This is a war that we must fight so that we are able to reach our destinies in God. He also says in verse 13, as we read through the, 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 uh, the patient translation, he says, we must confront the slanderer. When he comes against you, when the enemy comes, you must be able to stand and confront him. Now, how then are we supposed to confront the slanderer? We know that we've been given an armor, we're supposed to be strong. How are we supposed to confront him? Which uh, weapons are we supposed to use? Which armor is going to be effective? For today, we're just going to be focusing on two of the armor 
in, on two equipments of the armor that we have been given. And it's found in verse 17 of the same chapter. It says, embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance, like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. We have just read that the, our enemy schemes against us. He strategizes. He lies to us. He's a master deceiver. Now the Bible says, put on the helmet of salvation on your head because this helmet, this armor is going to protect your thoughts from the lies of the enemy. When we speak about the helmet of salvation, we are speaking about the fact that we need to know the truth that God says about us about our situations, about those around us, so that we can be able, when the enemy comes, to get complete deliverance against him by speaking the truth of the word. You see, in battle, when soldiers go to war, they put on their armor to protect themselves from head injuries, to protect themselves from concussions, so that when all is said and done, their minds and their brains are still protected. If you enter into a walk of a Christian and you just allow yourself to think like the world, to have thinking, thinking, you are going to lose the battle. Now, Paul says, focus. Wherever you, your, your brain, in your brain, you start to think something negative, you need to know this is not of God. The thought is not a godly one. Even if that thought, you know, gives you assurance, you need to know this thought might be saying, I have done good, but this is not the thought from my father. And you must deal with that thought according to the word of God. You must pull down all strongholds by the word that has been given unto us. That is the helmet of salvation, so that we can keep on having a sound mind. You see, when you don't have a helmet of salvation, when fear comes, you fall apart. But when your helmet is on, when fear comes, you remember, I've not been given the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, of a sound mind. Now, he also says here, it is not just the helmet of salvation we are to focus on, but we are also to, to focus on the mighty, razor, sharp spirit sword of the spoken word. In other words, the word has been given to us, but it can only be effective when you speak it. Not by knowing it, but by speaking it. Hallelujah. Now, in Isaiah 59, as I conclude, we learn that even our Lord Jesus Christ had to put the armor when he came on earth to fight for us. He said, when the Lord saw that there was injustice and oppression in the world, and he found no intercessor, he decided that his arm was going to bring salvation to the people. And he says, he put on righteousness, and his righteousness upheld him. He says in verse 17 of, verse of chapter 59, in verse 17 he says, he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. If the Lord Jesus Christ used the helmet of salvation so he can stand as he fights because he says he clothed himself with vengeance as a garment and wrapped himself with zeal as a cloak. If he needed to have a, a helmet of salvation, think how much you need it, child of God. Now, in verse 21 of the same, of the same chapter of Isaiah 59, we learn that he is speaking now to the church. He says, in this covenant that I have with you, as I come dotted in, in the whole armor, in this covenant, I want you to remember to speak the word. He says, my spirit that I've given you, always remember, you and your children must meditate on the word and keep on speaking it so that your victory can come to pass. We are victorious. Our armor is effective. 
What we need is to remember to use it effectively. Do not take the armor of God and expect the Lord to do battle when you are seated down. You are a soldier. Stop being a, a warrior and be a warrior and stand and let's do victory as we win against the rebel called Satan, who is the deceiver of brethren, who is the accuser of brethren. Family, we are well able. We have been given everything. All we need to do is to know how to use the armor given to us. Like David says, he teaches my fingers to war so that I can bend a bow of bronze. It is time that the church learns to bend a bow of bronze, to, you know, to run through a troop, to leap over a wall without being overcome by anything. Church of God, we cannot afford to be an armed entity that, that does not want to go to war, an armed entity that, re, that refuses to stand into war. Let us stand up and let us use our faith as we war. Keep your helmet of salvation. Keep your mind as sound by speaking the word of God. I encourage you to continue speaking the word in the name of Jesus. Family, let's bow our heads even as I speak a word of blessing to you. Father, I thank you for these children, your children, standing before your throne. Help us to remember that when a negative thought comes, it is not from you. It is not godly. But we ought to be thinking on whatever is true, whatever is lovely, what, whatever is from you, so that we can continually be victorious in our warfare against the enemy. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, family. Be blessed and continue to keep tuning in as you are empowered daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, Visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.